parents, welcome to the Couch Time Podcast, where we give you tools to connect with your kids and point them to Jesus. I'm Stephen Peachy, and I'm here with my good friend, whose birthday it is today, Aaron, what's your real name? Joseph. Close. Johnny. Call me Johnny. Aaron Joseph Barnett, finally turning 27. Congratulations, man. It's actually not even that funny of a joke. I like was gonna say Wait, like, it was a, a, joke? a really old comment, and then like a really young comment. I was like, no, it needs to be young enough that's funny. And then I just said an age just way too close to your actual age, which isn't funny. So what classifies <laughs> an old comment and a young comment? I don't want to say this. Um, anyway, <laughs> Aaron just turned thirty-two. It's a big day for him. Happy birthday! Hey, thanks, man. I was gonna buy like these little like celebration hats to wear. That would have been funny. And. I pulled into Grace's parking lot, and I realized I'd never stopped at the store. No worries. Um, so the thought that counts. Maybe later we'll do that. can imagine wearing a little tiny head-sized hat. But. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Today on the podcast, we are going to talk about something that is very exciting. It's coming up super fast. We're going to talk about summer camp. Woo! Before we get to summer camp, though, I want to put something on listeners' radar that I'm also very excited about that's coming up very quickly. Um, kids get to go to summer camp, teens get to go to summer camp, parents who are volunteers in student ministry get to go to summer camp, but for all of the people listening who don't get to go to summer camp, uh, we are going to be doing something else this summer that you might be interested in. We're going to be doing a book to study. Um, okay. I was really confused with where you're going there, and now I see the transition. Ah, I see the transition was a little <laughs> bit long-winded, but either way, um, we're going to be going through a book, Engaging Your Teen's World, um... It's a super fantastic resource. We're going to be starting in June 7th through the summer. So we're breaking for uh, youth group Sunday nights don't meet through the summer. Um, and the podcast, we're going to switch it up and do a book study. This book you can find in the Resource Center at the Florence campus, buy online somewhere. Again, Engaging Your Teen's World. We'll put a link for it. So by oh. book study, is this a is this a book study that parents are coming to? How, how, Good does, question. how does this work? Good question. We are going to be discussing and going over a book once a week on the podcast. On the podcast. So gotcha. each episode is going to be discussing one of the chapters. We're going to skip a few just for the sake of uh, time and weeks in the summer, but parents can read along. We're going to be putting out a mm-hmm. schedule if parents are interested, or they can just totally use the Cliff Notes and us dissect it. So this yeah. is not necessarily going to be a ton of what we think, although we're going to put that in there, but we really want to convey what is in the book because the book is gold. It is a good why and how um, as far as parenting that I think is a resource that parents yeah. uh, parents will use and be encouraged by. So. Do you like how I like tried to pretend like I didn't know? Like you That did. way I could like, ask questions and lead you. So I actually did line, <laughs> know all the answers to the questions that I asked. I felt kind of guilty about it, like pretending like you- I didn't. Um, so I just want to confess that and let you know, I do know what's going on this summer and we are going through this book. I'm super excited about it. I was I've, just going on with it. Like, yeah, I, I I've, uh, I've read, no, it was, I thought it was like, I was like, oh, this is what a podcast guy would do. I'm just going to be Stephen Petrie, not a podcast guy. So, um, the book I've read uh, multiple of the chapters and they were great. You know, it's all underlined it and highlighted it up. Um, so I'm excited to actually go and read it through. I just read a little bit of it. And you're right. I think there's some really good, helpful things for parents and for youth leaders alike. Oh, for sure. Of, of just things to remember, things to keep in mind. Everything we try to do on the podcast is just try to give you guys a couple ideas to just keep on your heart, things yep. to be encouraged by, yeah. things to be reminded of. For example, I went, I went to a, a, a student ministry like conference recently, and there was a time at the end of it that I was like, I'm just the worst youth pastor in the whole world. Like Dude, I don't have holes in I'm my a whole, jeans. Yeah, I, I cut slits in my <laughs> jeans just to get a little better. But like they were just talking about all these things. I was like, well, I suck at, 
I'm really bad at that. I'm really bad at that. I'm really bad at that. Oh, wow, I'm horrible. And, and Ryan Conlon said the same thing. He's like, am I just the worst youth pastor? So, but then it was like, hey, we don't have to be perfect in all these areas. Oh. We're never going to be perfect in all these areas. Left to ourselves, we're just going to reflect on those things. Yeah. Then that, but we have it to was be like, reminded. Hey, yeah. Take a couple of these things, implement a couple of them, and to the glory of God, be a little bit better at what you do and the responsibility that he's given yeah. you and, and to handle it a little bit uh, more in a, in, a, in a holy way that represents Jesus than you did yesterday. So uh, that's kind of like the same hope, I, I guess, that we continue to talk about on the podcast is like, it could be easy to listen to this and be like, or read a whole book and be like, wow, I'm horrible at parenting. This person just read this amazing yeah. book. But hopefully just each chapter is like one little takeaway to just and, improve. How and you, no how matter, that's really good. And part of the reason why I love the book is because it's not a very abrasive, mm-hmm. it's a very easy encouragement to not like, oh, I'm a terrible parent. I'm not doing these things. It's actually a really good, they pull you, they make you want to do some of the things Mm -hmm. they're talking about, but it's, it's not overwhelming. I I think that parents, if they want to commit to reading it or even just listen to us talk about it, it's very practical, but it's also basic but it's also taking it a step beyond basic for parents who are already feel like they kind of got the reins. It's like, how do you be a little bit more intentional at mm-hmm. connecting with your student's heart and where they're at and playing the long game and investing in the relationship, you know, yeah. for the purpose of instilling your faith, you yeah. know, in the Lord to them. So I think it's, it's going to be a really good resource. I'm excited to talk about it. I'm excited for parents to get it. And I really do think that they'll be encouraged. Yeah. Um, so read it along with us. Go ahead, yep. buy it, get it, get it in your hands. Yep. Start chapter one so you'll be ready here in a few weeks. Yep. We June that. 7th is when we launch. We're going to take a couple weeks off of the podcast. Next next week, uh, we're in the month of May. My goodness. I don't even know the dates right now. June 7th is when we start the podcast, and there's going to be a couple week break from the end of yeah. semester till starting that. But uh, go get the book. Check it out in the Resource Center at Florence or offline. Um, super, super excited. If you have any questions, reach out to us uh, about the resource or ideas that you have. We would love to talk. Part of – I meant to say this before, so going back real quick before we talk camp. Part of my goal for discussing the book is creating an opportunity for parents to connect with other parents who might be in similar situations. As I talk to parents, one of the things that not all of them, but many of them is they feel like they're on an island with mm-hmm. their kids. It's like only my kid's struggling with drugs. Only my kid is having sex with people. Only mm-hmm. my kid is struggling with cussing. Only my kid is rebellious and not listening or only yeah. my kid is – Whatever it is, even if it's not good stuff, it's bad or not bad stuff, it's good stuff. It's like find other parents that you can chat with. You can be encouraged and sharpened and spurred on by, um, you know, we're one church with three campuses. There's a lot of different parents, Mm -hmm. a lot of different dynamics. And so it might be, I'm hoping it'll be a good opportunity for parents to connect over. Mm -hmm. So, all right, let's move on. So that's starting, going to be happening this summer. Steven, I want you to share one story about how camp impacted your life hmm. only one make it a good um one. yeah so camp camp has always been for me the most impactful week of the summer ever since i was in high school and in a lot of ways if you just add up the impact of one week probably the most impactful week of the year every single year mm-hmm. of my life since since high school so camp one had as a high school kid, camp was extremely impactful for me because I had friends that didn't know Jesus that I was close to that I, leading up to camp, was praying for, 
like crying over literally their souls and if they knew Jesus or didn't and um, praying for opportunities to get to talk to them about Jesus in, in a way that they would understand and value and appreciate and uh, ways to call them out and, and tell them of their need for Jesus. And there was one kid in particular who he was f- better friends with one of my friends, but we had prayed for him. We had, we had picked him up and taken him to, to trips and different things throughout the year. And we prayed and we prayed and we prayed and he ended up signing up for camp. And it was funny, the day before camp, he was out smoking weed, getting high, and he didn't even remember that camp was, like, coming up. Like, that's how little he cared about going to camp mm-hmm. until, like, the day of when his mom was like, hey, Jackson, like, have you, have you like, packed for camp? He's like, oh, oh, I forgot I was even going. To camp. And then he just, like, put his stuff together and hopped on the bus. But at camp, there's two things. One, I, as a still broken high school kid – who loved Jesus, but still broken, just like I am mm-hmm. today. Camp for my own soul was such a beautiful reminder of the gospel. And I'd sit there and I'd like remember the truths of Jesus's love for me. And I'd talk about things I was struggling with and sin I was dealing with. And um, I grew as a believer because of going to camp and mm-hmm. because of being reminded of what Jesus had done for me. And I still do every year, even as a youth leader going to camp I get re-reminded as you teach and as Ryan teaches and as Josh teaches and I prepare a lesson. Like I get re-reminded of like the gospel and it it grow. It's a growing opportunity for me every year at camp. But also this kid who we had prayed for and and asked for, he came to camp, didn't want to be there. He ends up getting saved, hearing about Jesus. We'd sit outside the cabin late at night and talk about his life and talk about the different places he'd put in his hope and sports. But then he got injured and like all these things. And he ends up, becoming a believer and he now has gone on, you know, to be a youth leader. He's now led several people to Christ. He now has a relationships community. He's now engaged in getting married, like and his, his whole life is founded on the gospel mm-hmm. and getting to look back now at that time when the Lord used me as a high school kid to influence another high school kid while the Lord was also still influencing and growing me. I get to talk with kids now about like, Hey, the Lord uses you even as you still are needing mm-hmm. like your own growth. Yeah. Like the Lord is still growing me as I try to lead you all faithfully. Like, yeah. and a lot of times the fear is that like, I'm not ready yet to be used or I still have all this baggage mm-hmm. that I can't then proclaim the gospel. Cause I'm going to look like a hypocrite or, yeah. I, but it's like, Hey, the Lord's much bigger than you. So that was a big, a big thing for me in high school was realizing that, I, as a kid, could go to camp and be grown and filled up and energized and excited about the gospel again spiritually, even while in my brokenness and sin, I was getting to be an influencer and an ambassador of the gospel to my friends who didn't know Jesus. Mm -hmm. So camp is double win. So it sounds like camp was the catalyst for God showing you over the years, high school especially, where it's God uses broken people. Yeah. To help other broken people. Oh, 100%. Like, I was I was most visibly used by God at camp mm-hmm. while also being most filled up and grown spiritually than I would be throughout so let's, the year. So let's talk about that for a second. Um, visibly was a key word. God was using me visibly. entire year. But. So... That's what I wanted to talk about. So parents, so camp is something that we put on 
to try to assist parents, you know, mm-hmm. with their kids as their families. Like we want it to be a blessing, and and it is. It's like from our personal testimonies of how God's used it in our lives. But why is it different than youth group during mm-hmm. the year? Why is it different than like why do we go away and yeah. spend a good amount of money? And why do we do camp the way we do? Like, how does that enhance what you're talking about? Yeah, I think, and I've I've been talking to parents about this, talking to kids about this. Throughout the year, especially in modern day age, your mind is always running with Mm -hmm. so many different things. There's, you go into school, there's anxieties, there's fears to be worried about, there's homework, there's schoolwork. Maybe you didn't get a good grade on a test. Maybe you have a sports tryout. Mm-hmm. You have a game coming up that night. They have to go perform, or you need to go memorize your lines for the school play. You have an academic team competition. Like, there's all these things going on. Plus, your home life, which is maybe great or really bad. So there's fears and, and excitements that go along with that. Plus, kids are working a job. Plus, like... Plus, you're on your cell phone all the time seeing what everyone else is doing with yep. their life and how much better their life is than yours. Plus, you're playing which video. I, which I would say parents, like a lot of what is happening and what you're describing is no different from when parents were kids. Mm-hmm. But there are some differences. So yeah. the fact that there's screens everywhere, it's right. it just enhances the amount mm-hmm. of information that kids have on their yeah. mind pressuring them yeah. in all the different circles. And, but. and then there's then there's sin patterns that kids are in. Mm-hmm. Um either emotionally, physically, visibly, or internally. Everyone has their own their own sin that they're struggling with at any given time. And you get into this routine of life that becomes mm-hmm. uh, very monotonous and a lot of times very yeah. draining for adults and for students. Yeah. Um, so when you get a chance or when your child gets a chance to step out. Break the routine. Break the routine from life Mm -hmm. and get on a bus with a bunch of other people and have 30 adults there Mm -hmm. who they've taken off vacation. I mean, they've taken off work. They've taken vacation. They're invested. They're Mm -hmm. they're emotionally, physically prayed up, invested into your kid that their whole sole reason for being at this camp is because they want to show your kid the love of Christ. Mm -hmm. And you take a kid and they get on that bus and they get to camp. They turn off their phone. They give it to us. And for a week, they're in God's creation, surrounded by people that love beautiful, them. Beautiful, beautiful. They're in being the woods. served. Mm-hmm. They're being served. They're being loved for. They're being mm-hmm. cared for. They're having leaders ask them questions about their heart, how they're doing. One, they get to kind of break out of whatever habits or whatever mm-hmm. sin routines they've been going to and ways they've been dealing with stresses because they have a little free That's break. That's crucial, yeah. And then they get to hear the gospel every single night, and they get to hear about Jesus, and they get to go talk about and to it. And to add what you just said, it's not like, we oh, we could just do this for one day. It's like, no, no, it's good one day to do it, yeah. but then there's this, there's this process that happens of anybody can do it for a day. Mm-hmm. But then in day two, you start to go through withdrawal of all of this stuff in your routine, and mm-hmm. then it's like you have to get over this hump of, yeah. of how things used to be. And when you can get over that hump, all of a the sudden there's this vulnerability. Yeah, because there's, so this, there's this, this, this veil and yeah. reality all of a sudden mentally. It's like, oh, it's like I can smell the fresh air. I yeah. can see clearly. Like, man, I had no idea things were so foggy. Yeah. So it, it, it's a decompression time. Yeah. So that's why we do more than just a day. I was say the, the first couple, you know, the first day at camp. If you're a kid, and let's say you're nervous about all this stuff, mm-hmm. you're gonna put up walls pretty quick because like, yeah. oh no, this is my life. This is my life. This is how I see the world. This is how I see God. This the kids put up walls, 
And, and that's subconscious. That's yeah, not like intentionally. Yeah, not purposely, like, but yeah. like you just do. Like you're around a new group. You don't know if they're going to accept that's you or I not. That's what I did. Yeah. And, and after a couple of days, as you start to see the care, the love, you hear the truth of the gospel, the spirit begins working in your heart. God's word is being preached. Mm-hmm. It's living and active and sharper than de- double-edged sword. Like mm-hmm. as all those elements combine, a lot of those walls start to tear down and you finally get to talk to the heart of a kid. And it's such an exciting moment when these students start sharing what they're dealing with and you, you can finally see that they're, they're not faking and you it. Can, and you can tell, like, when yeah. somebody's real, it's the same with adults, like, in small mm-hmm. group. It's like when you when somebody starts to really share, mm-hmm. like, you can tell. Like, there's there's a, a richness and an emotion. and um, Which, is why, which yeah. is why we want, so, like, every single student we can possible to come to camp because we know, like, they may not want to go, maybe, initially, but we know what they need. Like, mm-hmm. and a lot of times, like what they need is that escape is that time away. And, and to add to what you're saying, it's like relationships. So it's like, mm-hmm. Jesus, what did he do? It's like, he, he took the disciples. He said, walk with me. And then it wasn't like, Hey, come with me on this one trip. And then I'm gonna send you. It's like, no, no, this is going to take time. Mm-hmm. And it's like in student ministry, it takes time to build relationships. Yep. So another ingredient is not just the, you get to camp. It's it's like these are a lot of the students that go. We want to come. It's mm-hmm. people that we've been building relationships right. with that we've been investing in. And this is where sometimes, not always, but we pray that God would really uh, show some fruit relationally with people mm-hmm. that we've invested in where that uh, vulnerability comes. That it's like we can build and go to a whole other level relationally mm-hmm. with people and sharing and applying the gospel mentally, physically. Um, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, grace students— Great students exist to be a community that connects students to Jesus and the mission of the church. All three things happen at camp and Mm -hmm. community. So we're talking about spiritual relationship, but also just relationships with each other. Yeah. The next week, it's relational. The next week when we get back from camp, the bonds they're going to have with other people, even if it's their first time at great students, or they've been there for a while, Mm -hmm. the leader now got to also take a break from their life. And that leader got to spend a whole Mm -hmm. week getting to know each kid and learning their story. There are rewards. Which is often hard yeah. to do. Like, mm-hmm. so those kids like begin to trust their leader in a new way. They're, your student's leader now knows how better to pray for them. Your mm-hmm. student's leader knows now better how to encourage them, how to talk with them, how to walk with them. And so whatever is going on this summer, camp is, camp is up there with like the most important thing to get your kid to. Uh, in my opinion, just because of how I've seen it influence mm-hmm. kids that I've gone to camp yep. with in my own heart when yep. I've gone to camp. And so that's why we push camp so hard and we try to make it possible no matter what stumbling block to make a kid come to camp. We talk about if money's Money, an issue, financial, it's yes. not an issue. Like yep. we will work in any way possible because we want your kid just like you want your kid to know Christ, mm-hmm. to know of his love for them, to have other adults that can come alongside you as parents yeah, yeah. and also care for Community, your kid. the church. That's, yeah, yeah. You, you, mm-hmm. you can't love and parent them alone. You need the church. You need the body. And and we get to do that at camp, and they get to develop friendships and relationships and community that hopefully will carry them for the next year through school as they build relationships mm-hmm. with those people. Or is that final leaping platform off to college where we send them away with a re- energized, refueled, reminded, Mm -hmm. like, faith of how Jesus loves Mm -hmm. them. And we pray and we hope and we follow up with them that 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 will carry through, you know, into college and and through through the rest of their lives. And we've we've said it before, and this book that we're going to talk about in the summer, um, 
it it says it also but you parents only have so much time with their kids and mm-hmm. and we as youth pastors only have so much time with the kids uh and they're going to be 18 and they're going to go off to college they're going to go off and get a job they're going to go off and you know whatever they do after high school and it's mm-hmm. like that's they're out on their own yep. like you've got to invest now and so i would i would tell listeners if you if you're parents and you have teenagers maybe your kids are doing well. Maybe parenting, you're doing well for God's mm. glory. You feel like it's things are going well. Consider, you know, if your kids aren't going to camp, I, I would love for you to prayerfully consider, you know, why don't you want them to go to camp? If it's money, that shouldn't be an issue. We mm-hmm. have money set aside for any kid to yep. go. If it's, you know, time, maybe you've got other priorities. It's like consider maybe rethinking the priority list and what should be the priority and something to tell you to consider that is maybe your kid's fine. Maybe they love Jesus. Camp, as you said before, Stephen, it's not just an opportunity for you to get. Camp is an awesome opportunity mm-hmm. for your kid to invest in other people and to mm-hmm. serve other people and to go with the mentality of, I'm going to bless others. It's like God has blessed me. It's like I want to use my yeah. time at camp to bless other kids who don't know Jesus, who don't have community, who need welcome in. Uh, welcomed into the community that we've got. Mm-hmm. Um, who's somebody that I can invite and go? A neighbor, somebody who doesn't go to church, somebody at school or that the kids work with that yep. they don't have community. Like, don't take it for granted. And I would encourage you parents just to think through and prayerfully consider, you know, uh, is camp a win and should your kid go to it? Um, and if not, you know what? It's like, that's okay. You're the parents. Yep. We want to help you as you parent. So this is our best attempt yeah, to do that in summer camp is, uh, yeah, it's a good I, thing. Consider. I would say just like, um, we talk about this a lot, but just have purpose for what you do. Like if, if you're having, if, yeah. if your kid, if you don't want your child to come to camp, mm-hmm. that's fine. It is. Yeah. But as long as like you're prayerfully in, in thinking through like what other thing am, am I valuing? Or am I, am I putting mm-hmm. before that? Do I have purposes for what I'm doing? Maybe it's a, you need time to build into your family unit. Yeah. And it's like, I need to be there for my kid this week. We're doing this thing with the, with the whole family. It's really important that they are around their grandmother. Like there's other, there's reasons and things that you could value. Um, but I think that idea of like intentionality and purposeful living, we yeah. talk about a lot and, it, and really thinking through, okay, what am I prioritizing? But also if you want to like partner with us, think th- if your kids are already going to camp, what friends do they have? Yeah. And parents, you know, call the parents. Like if parents were also selling camp to one another, it'd be amazing. Like call your friends, call your kids, friends, mm-hmm. parents, and be like, Hey, is so-and-so going to go to camp with so-and-so? Oh, it's so great. Like I, this is our church. We love them. Like mm-hmm. tell other people about it. It's a great and, way to invite you could like, People to church. Yeah, you could be, be evangelizing to your friends' kids through talking to their parents. Because this, because this is not about summer camp. This is about mm-hmm. Grace Fellowship Church, and this yep. is about the Bride of Christ and us being a community mm-hmm. on mission as a church as God has called us to. And it's like we have an opportunity to invite people to be a part of that. Yeah, that's what summer camp is. It's inviting people um, to be a part of something, and it's for us to go deeper as a community that already exists. Yeah. So yeah, awesome. I was just gonna say I. <laughs> Based on what you're saying before, I have, I have students whose parents, because of the value, they're making their kids go to camp, and the kids don't want yeah. to. And I ask them like, "Are you excited?" They're like, "Yeah, kind of." I'm being made to go. It's like, well, it's going to be awesome either way. And I've got other kids that really want to go, and parents won't let them. It's a whole spectrum. But mm-hmm. parents, 
regardless of camp, Stephen, what you said is really about really valuable. Um, the best thing we could do is encourage you to know why you do what you do and instill in your kids mm -hmm. a reason for why you do what you do and why you value what you value. Yeah. So, um, anything else before we wrap yeah, up? Yeah, I, I was just in. You know, I was talking to some students recently about why we do camp and and trying to pitch to them the role they can have in the in the lives of others. And we talked about the passage in scripture where these friends bring their paralyzed friend yeah. to go see Jesus. And they get there and there's this huge crowd. It's full of all these people. They don't know how to get in. And they end up going to the roof, digging through the roof, get, moving the tiles, whatever it is, lowering their friend down to the feet of Jesus. And then they sit there and they're like, what's he going to do? And, you know, Jesus, you know, he looks at them and says, like, your sins are forgiven. And he ends up telling the person to go walk home. And they all party and go home. He was marveled but, at their. He marveled at yeah, their faith. Yeah, marveled at their faith and, and said, "Your yeah. son, your sins are forgiven." And as a parent, I see parenting like you guys are holding your paralyzed kids often, all throughout, taking them everywhere. And I'm just praying that you continue to do everything you can to get them before the feet of Jesus. And at least for camp, how I see camp is like no matter what, every single kid we bring. We're bringing them to the feet of Jesus. Like, we're going to talk about him. We're going to make him known. We're going to preach about him. We're going to talk about how great he is. We're going to have a blast, and we're going to have fun, and we're going to eat good food. Mm -hmm. But every kid is going to see Jesus. Whether or not they're going to believe in him or have faith in him, that's up to the Holy Spirit and his work. But no better way. I should, I should stop saying no better way. In my opinion, one of the best ways yep. to bring your, your kids to the feet of Jesus is a summer camp. And get them on that bus. Knowing that when they go on that bus, they're going to go to a place up in Michigan with a bunch of people that love them and care about them. They're going to hear about Christ from someone else other than you mm -hmm. and other than, you know, who they hear on Sunday mornings. Yeah. And and then you get to sit at home and you get to pray. And you get to ask the Lord that he'd be working in their heart. You get to pray for them and all the different things you know they're dealing with and going through. And then you get to ask and look down as Jesus and say, all right, Jesus, like, you got to do the rest. Like, I'm, pray I'm praying for them. I care about them. I got them to your feet. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's what parenting is over and over and over and over again, um, showing them who Christ is and praying for them. So consider that, think about that. And for all your days of parenting, just keep thinking, how can I bring my kid to the feet of Jesus and, and let, and let Jesus do what he's going to do. Hmm. So thank you for tuning in. We love you guys. And we hope you have an awesome end to your semester. Kids are finishing up school. Uh, maybe your kids are graduating. I don't know. Maybe your kids are about to finish middle school and head to high school, whatever it is. Hope you have an awesome end to the semester, and we are excited about the next season, the summer. Uh, we love you guys. Have love a great week. Hey, thanks for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at the Couch Time Podcast. We'd love it if you would take a moment and leave us an honest five-star rating. Let us know what you thought about the podcast, and let us know if there's any topics you would like us to cover. You can comment below or email us at podcast at graceky.org.